The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121, or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Monday on r in the morning, we got Spurs at 7, breaking down the silver and black. Did they snap the losing streak versus Sacramento and Memphis? Then at 7.30, we're joined by ESPN NFL insider Todd Archer to discuss Cowboys in Carolina, and of course... We got NFL gumbo. The rule is ruined. Now back to the Blitz. Jason and Joe, I've set up a GoFundMe for these Drake tickets. The link is in my bio. Please click and share. <laughs> Nobody's going to help you with those Drake tickets. Your little girl wants to go. You need, and she's going to take friends, at least four of them. And now Drake has added a second show, Rudy, so you got to take her to both shows. You know, I, I don't blame Rudy for setting it up, though. Maybe somebody will no, contribute to it. Oh, no, that's Rudy just taking care of his kiddo. Uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't need any help with that. Just get the tickets. He He's Joe Ryan Eagle. I'm Jason Minix. The Blitz here on 94.1, San Antonio Sports Star on the Buyers Barricades guest line, Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies, joining us. And, and you know, Andrew, as a girl dad, if your daughter wanted to go see Drake, you'd get her and her friends tickets, right? Absolutely. That's that's the, that's what they kind of tell you, that when you become a dad of a girl, yeah, do whatever she pleases because she's our princess, and that's the way it goes. That's, you don't have a choice here. No. You don't no, have no. a choice here. No. Andrew, uh, uh, pretty uneventful week for you up in College Station, huh? Well, we played a little basketball on Tuesday. Did something go on? Did I miss something? Did I? Did, is there something going on? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, how quickly you guys changed the name of your Wednesday night show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, you, you can't, where are you going to go? You're going to go with the uh, formerly known as the Jimbo Fisher radio show, now with Elijah Robinson? Yeah. I figured, let's go with Aggie football hour with Elijah Robinson. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a nice that, transition that, there, Monaco. That was good. That. That that's what that's what you do when you're in Dallas for basketball and you need to do all this stuff. <laughs> there's there's Monday you're traveling with the team, Tuesday you have a game, Wednesday you have a coaches show, and 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 Monday was when uh, Elijah met with the media. So yeah, it's it's you, it's crossover season is busy anyway with the two sports, and then when you put in a transition from one head coach to an interim head coach, it certainly made it a lot busier. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, look, we can talk about Jimbo all along, but I think most people now at this point in time are interested in what's going to happen next. First question I want to ask you, Andrew, is has uh, have they put a time frame on getting a coach in place? No. No, this is going to be a fairly thorough search for this one. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to wait until, you know, look, because the other things that, that come into this is because of a change midstream, with a head coach, the transfer portal now applies to all of these players. You have the early signing period that applies. You've got not just the last two games in the regular season. You know, we're forgetting that this team won on Saturday. That kind of got lost through all of this. So yeah. they're bowl eligible. So there's now a bowl. So in December, which is busy as it is with the early signing period, now you're adding this. I have heard a couple of different things of can you do it in a couple of weeks? have it after the season, before the bowl, something like that. I just don't think it's going to be something that is going to be rushed uh, into into that, but I know it's also something that you can't let go too long because with that early signing period, you start um, it starts being used against you, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and you have to have some kind of parameters if you're talking to recruits, but I think it's also the beauty of having Elijah Robinson as your interim head coach 
him being a recruiter, and he's that stabilizer, if you will, uh, for the rest of this season. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies, joining us here on The Blitz, as he does every Friday. Andrew, I know you're in a unique situation because you work for the university, and you know there are things that you might know that you can't say or things that you don't want to speculate in. So if we ask you a question that you can't, feel free to say can't. Um, sure, sure. But when I think about potential coaches, right? Dan Campbell's yeah. off the table. Jeff Trailer is interviewing for the job, and I hear Aggie say he's not a big enough name. He's coming from UTSA. When you hear that around College Station, how much weight should UTSA fans listening right now put stock into that? Let's let's be honest. It's a, it's a it's attractive because uh, Jimbo, this is one of the few jobs, guys, and you guys know this. Jimbo leaves this program in better shape than when he got it. And that doesn't always happen when you change coaches between facilities and the talent here. So I think that's why it's attractive to coaches. I think for UTSA fans, here's the good and the bad. The good is Jeff Trailer has been so awesome there that he's got the attention of other programs, not just this one. Look, he had the attention last offseason and was smart enough to realize what he had at UTSA. So it, that's the, the bad is, you know what, he might leave. And you, don't, you never want to think of your school as a stepping stone school. You know what I mean? That, and that, but UTSA and that's the hard is. Part. UTSA is. I, I, can, I can see that. I mean, I, I, understand, I understand where you're coming from, but I could also see where a coach says, I don't want to go anywhere, where they realize that that's good. Look, I, I'm thinking back. Dabo Sweeney wasn't the number one at Clemson, right? That worked out pretty good, right? So, I, again, it's not the type of thing where UT, – I'm sorry, Texas a and not going to quote-unquote settle. You know what I mean? Like that's not going to be the case. But I don't know if you run after someone. There's a lot of parameters in this job in that you have to have been a proven winner. You have to understand this is not just a Texas program. This is a national program is what it is. And, again, I think Jimbo did that by – coaching where he coached and had a national championship by, by recruiting what he liked to call the South. You've got to go across the Sabine river and take some guys out of Louisiana. You've got to go into South Florida, which is what Jimbo did and get that speed in the national program of uh, you think about the guys from California. You think about what Elijah Robinson does by getting kids out of the Northeast and things like that. So, I mean, is there a perfect candidate? I don't know. And, and that's the whole thing. But I think this search is going to be different from the other searches where it wasn't, a, it wasn't this type of search for Jimbo. It wasn't this type of search for Kevin Sumlin. It wasn't this type of search for Mike Sherman. It wasn't this type of search for Dennis Francione. And when you thought you had the home run higher in Dennis Francione, it didn't work out. So that's where you really have to be careful. Like the decision was made, right? But Ross Bjork announced on Sunday, he made the decision along with Mark Welsh, the interim president, along with, you know, the board of regents, you make that decision. But Ross is going to make this decision like he did to bring in Jim Schlossnagel for baseball and Joni Taylor to replace Gary Blair in women's basketball and Jamie Morrison and Gary Chadwell for, for golf and, and, and volleyball. So, you know what I mean? Like that, that's what's going to be it because a reputation is on the line as well for, for the AD. Boy, Andrew, you know, you, you really make a good point there. And I think 
now more than ever, even uh, the names that you brought up in the past, but in the day and age that we live in when it comes to college football, things are so different. And and I'm just not sure that uh, – uh, we talked to Shireen Williams is where I'm going yeah. with this. She's a big yeah. Aggie, obviously, and, and she is uh, not looking for the big name. And that's just one Aggie perspective, obviously. But you've got Lane yeah. Kiffin out there. You've got Dabo Sweeney. And I'm not sure that just because a guy has a big name that he's going to come in and be successful. I think in this day and time, it's going to be okay to take a shot at a guy, whether it's Jeff Trailer or Mike Elko or who, or name one, uh, take a shot with a guy that maybe doesn't have that reputation and, and see where he can go with it. Yeah, and and, and the, again, that person may be set up for success because of the t- a lot a lot of talents coming back. Look, the other thing we're kind of forgetting is this is the last game at Kyle Field for a lot of seniors, but there are a lot of guys coming back on this team. I, it, Joe, I think the search is fascinating because I can see it both ways, but it's someone who also has to fit A&M. Mm-hmm. I think that becomes important also. And uh, someone who has to not just embrace the program, but also embrace the university. I don't think this can be someone like you bring up Lane Kiffin, right? What is Lane's ultimate job? Now, if he says A&M's the ultimate job, I can get it, but he's never proven that anywhere has been the ultimate job. He's mm-hmm. been in the NFL. He's been fired on a tarmac by having USA. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what his ultimate job is for that. I don't know if Dabo leaves Clemson. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what has happened in the last year, if you think about it, no one thought when LSU was open, no one thought they were going to get Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. It became, can you go poach now a sitting coach? To get it, we always thought, oh, the coach who's not in the game right now. That's why Urban Meyer's name always comes yeah. up. Yeah. But that became, and then Lincoln Riley doesn't go to LSU, but ends up going to USC. You know what I mean? And and then Brent Venables, who waited all that time at Clemson, and you know what? That's the reason why you wait. You get a job like Oklahoma for him. So I mean, I think the rules changed now, and I think with agents. And here's the thing: I think in the search committee, you have to sift through. Which coach is doing this to get a raise from their school where they are now, and which one is really interested in coming to coach for your team? And that's, that's why I don't think it's easy in a, in a coaching search at all. I, I can tell you that in a previous search here, there was a coach, different sport, who used it to get a, a contract bump, was not going to come here. Now, the coach that we got, a, you know, very happy with and has embraced A&M, but I, I think that's what makes it so intriguing because if you reach – and you miss, man, the repercussions are really, really tough. And mm-hmm. sometimes sure things aren't sure things. The one thing I think you can't do is I don't think you go after the hot coach. And the reason why I say this, and this is no shot at Rich Rodriguez, but remember how hot he was at West Virginia, and then he goes to Michigan? Well, you can't run a spread offense at, at Michigan yeah. when you're three yards in a cloud of dust. Yep. You can't turn it around that quickly. So I don't think you can go for just the hot coach. You've got to do your job, and I think there's got to be some – history of success with any coach that you bring in. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies here on the Blitz. I, I still think it's Jeff Trailer. When I hear an Aggie say, I don't know enough about him. He's not a right fit. Give me the defensive coordinator from Georgia. You don't know his name either. But, you know, I, I, it's going to be interesting. But let me ask you this. You know Ross Bjork pretty well, right? Yeah, yeah. You know how busy his schedule is, right? Yep. Pretty, pretty, pretty tight schedule. 
For for an athletic director, yeah, and him, the way he's everywhere, yeah. So if he's got 30 minutes blocked out for you and you end up on a Zoom for an hour and a half, you'd probably say that was pretty good, huh? Yeah, you, you again, you don't want to rush anything. Can you learn something in 30 minutes? Yeah. Do you want to keep going for an hour and a half? Yeah, I would I would think so. I, I, I because just, it's going to be it's going to be ninety minutes can turn into a decade. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. You're not looking for someone. Someone doesn't have to turn this program around. That's not what you're looking for here. You're looking for sustained success. A hundred percent. And and again, I look at that and I think if you blocked off thirty minutes, almost like all right, let's meet the guy and see if I want to schedule a second interview or send a private plane or or, or whatever it might be. And it turns into an hour and a half. And if you know Jeff Trailer uh, the way we do, uh, you, you think that's pretty easy to do. Um, but that also tells me Ross Bjork was liking what he was hearing to keep that meeting going. I would agree. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And I would and I would hope that it would be for all the coaches like that. But I but I would agree with that. You, you know, know what I mean? like that's. That's the way it is. If it were, if you told me it was seventeen minutes, boy, I think that's a bad sign. Right? <laughs> like, okay, we 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 learned all we wanted. Hey, and this, and again, I'm I'm not saying yes or no to any of this. The other thing that these coaches get to do is you get the process of what this interview is about, and it can, you know, it, it's hard in season. I, see, I think this is so un. In sports in general, Dabo Sweeney said it. Well, it's November, right? It's hard now because every other coach in the country, for the most part, has to answer a question about a program that's not their program. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of a – that's where the outside noise comes in. And it's hard if you're a coach to answer a question about Texas A&M when that may not even be – look, it could be on your radar, but that's not what's best for your team and where you are right now. But that's what we do in November. That's that's just the way it is. Like Jeff Trailer has a game on Saturday. Elijah no, Robinson has a game on. Yeah, Saturday. it's tonight. Yeah. yeah. So you have you you have that, and then you know you have, and again, it, it comes with the territory. You know, like being fired comes with the territory. You know what I mean? Like you you can you can do that. So uh, it's it, again, it's a it's a fascinating time. It'll be a fascinating search and. Um, you know, I know Joel Klatt says whatever he was. I don't know what his bias is against Texas A&M, but right now this is the best job in the country, the one that's open. You can, you can say whatever you want about where it, where it is in the SEC and all of that. Those other ones aren't open. Last time I checked, Alabama's pretty happy with, with Nick Saban. It's not open. But what's going to come with it is that person's going to have to replace Nick, just like Nick was in the shadow of Bear Bryant, that next coach there. Kirby Smart did a heck of a job. Mark Rick kind of plowed the way through for success, but Mark couldn't go that next level. Kirby Smart could. Dabo keeping that team there. Look what Mike Norvell has done at Florida State, but that was after Willie Taggart flamed out spectacularly at Florida State. Like It's an inexact science, but I think you have to go in knowing certain parameters, and if those coaches check all those boxes, then you say, uh, you know what, let's set up our interview and we're going to introduce you to the media and you're the next head coach at Texas A&M. Wow, it's going to be exciting, Andrew. There's no question about it. you got to understand, although Minnick sounded like a lawyer just a few minutes ago and you were on the stand there asking you all those questions. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, yeah. man, what did what did Monaco do this time? Yeah, uh, and you know what, Joe? <laughs> if I had said can't there, he'd have turned to the judge and said, 
you know, can I treat him like a hostile witness? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was waiting for. That's exactly right. I mean, he, yeah, he was hammering away at you. You got to understand yeah, yeah. that, Monica. When it, when it comes to trailer, we've we've seen him operate here, and and the reason why we think, and and obviously there's going to be a lot of interest and a lot of interviews, and and then uh, Ross Bjork's going to hire who he thinks is right. But this guy has turned this program around with zero money, nothing. And he has kept players, he's kept good players, and these players would run through a wall for this guy. And I just think culture-wise, and you give Jeff Trailer the facilities that Texas A&M has, the money Texas A&M has, I think he would do a great job. And so we're, we're obviously pulling for Jeff Trailer to get that kind of an opportunity, whether it's at Texas A&M or somewhere else. And when you talk about those characteristics, Joe, that speaks right to the 12th man, right? They appreciate all that. And you, and you do. You have to win the state of Texas, but you got to win the states of the United States. You know what I mean? Like, that's how big it is. But when you can win Texas and have the Texas coaches, boy, you better believe you can clean up. And you, when you have something, look, isn't that what Jimbo Fisher was, a grinder? So if you're telling me that Jeff Trailer's that grinder and connects, and I would hope, let's say it is him, you keep Elijah Robinson as well as yeah. your D-line coach or defensive coordinator or something like that. Like, th- it's got to be able – that person has to be able to connect. And I'm serious about this. You've got to embrace the university, not just the program. Mm-hmm. You've got to embrace all of that. So, again, if he, if he ends up being the guy, he's, he's going to get that huge welcome from the 12th man. And when you have a team that plays like that – and you have guys who play for him like that, boy, you, you know, that, that's, what's, that's what 100,000 will be absolutely yelling for him on that sideline. And not that I'm campaigning for the guy to get the job, <laughs> but, Andrew, if somebody asked you, uh, when he was on Charlie Strong's staff at UT, he was the Big 12 Recruiter of the Year. When he was on the staff at Arkansas, they had their first-ever Top 20 recruiting class. I can imagine what that guy would be able to do in College Station with a budget. You know, and add it and add to recruiters like Elijah Robinson and possibly DJ Durkin if he stays. Like it's where you miss the Terry Prices of the world, right? When Terry passed away, Terry was able to go into those living rooms, and that's where it all begins. That promise that you make in the living room to I will, I will make your son. I've got your son. You know what I mean? That's that's what you. That's important in this day and age. And you've got you've got a, a coach who has to understand. You've got to take care of everything. You've got to take care of once you recruit a guy, you're recruiting him every day for his four years because of the transfer portal. You're dealing with NIL. You're dealing with now it's a personnel department. So you've got to have the right staff here as well. So, I mean, that's why I say I think it's intriguing. I think the job is intriguing. And I'm hoping the legacy when we look back, and I say this because when R.C. Slocum left, it wasn't great. Now, we look back at R.C.'s tenure, and it was fantastic. You know what I mean? I'm hoping we look back at Jimbo and say, look, he did a great job, left it whoever is next. Um, you know, the cupboard's not bare. I'm telling you that. But, you know, you walk in, and, and you're right. You walk in and say, wait, this indoor facility is mine. This bright Slocum complex is mine. You know what I mean What I'm saying? Yep. Mine. Oh, you know, yeah, this yeah. talent is mine. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's – that's why I say it's, it's, it's an outstanding job out there, and I tip my cap to Jimbo. It wasn't like this when he got here. 
but the way he left it is doing a big favor for whichever coach is next. I, I think you just need to call Ross and tell him we've got this all figured out. And I yeah. think one other thing that probably works in Jeff's favor, because I've seen him on the highway, dude has a lead foot just like Bjork does. He's not going to be going 55 <laughs> in the left lane. Hey, there, is, there is a game tomorrow. Abilene Christian, pregame at 10, kickoff at 11 here on 94.1, brought to you by Ewall Kubota, Just Pots, ABC Home and Commercial Services, and the Angry Elephant there at 281 in Redland Road. Uh, th- this is an easy win regardless, so we don't have to spend time on that one, Andrew. No, but I do want to say it's the last game for seniors at Kyle Field, so it's going to be slightly emotional for some of them, and, and for guys like Anaya Smith and Max Wright, McKinley Jackson, and Layden Robinson and Damani Richardson, tip of my cap to them for what they've done here at Texas A&M. And that, we'll spend some time on that as well because they've been special players here. Uh, for sure, and have really connected with the 12th man. Great stuff. Andrew Monaco, always appreciate it. Have a good call tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving to both you guys. Yeah, appreciate it. You. Andrew Monaco on the Buyer's Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.